0: Welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast with Jess Conley and Kenesha Bikes. I am one of your co-hosts, Jess, and I'm so glad you're here. We want to encourage you in your God-given mission. We want to talk about what feels difficult in life, and most of all, we want to help you keep going in what God has asked you to do. We are super thankful you're here, and we can't wait for what's ahead in this episode. Gals. I've already said to my friends, Kanisha and Brenna, at the start of this podcast, I've already said that I don't know if we've ever had such an important podcast conversation. And this is going to be a short one, and it's a conversation I believe we'll keep having. I also don't know that we've ever had a conversation that we've had to fight so hard for, because technology has really been just (laughs) (laughs) fighting us. It's just mad at us today. It's just mad. So we're just going to believe in Jesus' name there's some good stuff here. Today we want to talk about balance. I'm going to give you a one-minute spiel about why I want to talk about this, and then we're just going to roll. All of us have a lot of thoughts. Kanisha and Brenna are our, our podcast producer, but here's my deal: this is why I want to talk about it. this. Is my pain point? I think we're all faking it, <laughs> and I think we're all it. and I think we're all exhausted. I think women in their twenties. Are tired. Mm -hmm. I think women in their 30s are tired. I think women in their 40s are tired. I think women in their 50s are tired. I think that there are singular people who have achieved some different levels of maybe satisfaction or comfort with their particular life rhythms. But I think for the most part, we're all pretty tired. We're all struggling. We're all wondering how everybody else gets her laundry done and like all the things finished. And I think women are obsessed with balance. And so here in the Go and Tell Girls office, and specifically whenever we're coaching people, we have learned to ask this question. We've learned to say like, there's something behind every time somebody asks us about balance. If women say like, how do we balance grace and truth? Or if women say, how do we balance worship and work? Or if women say, how do we balance ministry and profitability? How do we balance motherhood and mission? I always am like, what's the question behind that? Because there's a question Mm -hmm. behind that. There's something behind that. So I'm curious right off the bat, Kanisha, what do you think is the question behind that? Behind balance?
1: Oh man, I think the question behind that is, is likely that we are in this constant place of like trying to sort out how to manage all the things. So I think that, the question behind that would be for me instead of like how do I find balance it's like how do I do all the things that I've been called to do without feeling like a mad woman so yeah. I don't know I don't know how you feel about that or, or what you guys say you know when you're coaching but for me it's, it's like when I'm asking that question I'm usually asking it because I'm trying to sort out why I feel so overwhelmed why do yeah. I tell me why I feel so overwhelmed per usual, I have less to say and I have
0: more to ask. So (laughs) per usual, even prepping for this podcast, I was like, I have some thoughts. Really what I have is four questions. I mean, I I just have a lot of questions I want to ask, Yeah. but let me ask this. Okay. So behind that, how do I do it all and not feel overwhelmed? I know. And I agree with the truth that there is supernatural peace in Jesus. I believe that with all that I've got, but what's so bad about feeling overwhelmed?
1: Yeah. What, what? What's is so bad what? about feeling overwhelmed? I like an overwhelmed to stress for me. And when I think about feeling overwhelmed, okay, actually, let me just say it this way. Bring I'm going to back up. So there's different kinds of overwhelm, right? Like I can be overwhelmed with joy, thankfulness, gratitude, all those things. So I think there's that, there's a space for that type of overwhelm. I think when I think of, of it in the context of this conversation, I think of overwhelm and balance. I think stress And so sometimes, and this was actually in my notes, when I think about being overwhelmed or feeling stressed and feeling like I need to find balance because that overwhelm or stress has triggered, right? Or that need for balance has triggered the overwhelm and stress, or they kind of like go in tandem, I guess, with each other. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe the question to ask, there's a few questions. Maybe the question, one of the questions to ask is, do I feel like I'm trying to find balance because I have taken on too much super practically. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like do like, so is it actually balance that you need or do you need to dial it back a little bit? Right. Sort out whether or not you're actually just doing too much. hundred um, percent. And I think these days, right. With social media and all the pressures, right. We look at other people's lives and we think we need to do what everyone else is doing. So we take on yes. things that we're not called to do. So maybe that's one of the questions that should be asked as far as finding balance or even this whole idea that we think we can find it. And I don't want to talk a lot because I really do want to hear what Brenda has to say and what mm-hmm. you have to say about it. But yeah, I just think that it's one of the questions that's really important to ask when we feel like we need to find balance is Are we comparing ourselves to others? Like maybe your life actually is balanced for you, right? And their right. lives are balanced for them whatever the balance even is. I don't know, maybe there's a better word for it even than balance, but those are some of my thoughts on it.
0: Okay, so maybe what we're putting on the table right now is that sometimes there's a feeling of being unbalanced and overwhelmed that is because you've taken on too much. And potentially, sometimes there's a feeling of being imbalanced, unbalanced and (laughs) overwhelmed because you have a false expectation of what balance should be maybe because you're comparing with someone else. So here, Brenda, will you bring in what you Googled (laughs) and like your gospel insight on this? Because I think it's so powerful.
2: Yeah. I, when I started thinking about this conversation, I Googled it and a Google search found the first thing that popped up, finding balance comes from giving time and energy to the things that build you up and give you life. And likewise, eliminating the things that bring you down and stress you out. And I was like, who says that we just can take out what stresses us out? Like, yeah, we that's so real good. Feelings who live in a broken world, like we cannot just eliminate what isn't helpful to us all the time. And so, yeah, I think this conversation is around. We need to redefine what we mean by balance. I think you're mm-hmm. right. Kisha. I think it is that we're looking for the absence of chaos. I never feel stressed about anything. Everything is mm. perfectly tipped and that is just not attainable. That's not life. I don't think Jesus lived that way. I don't think he asked us to live that way. I wrote down some things like it is not never feeling overwhelmed. It's not never losing your temper. It's not that's always having so an organized desk and waking up to go to work happy every single day. I don't think that's mm. what we're Is achievable.
1: I'm so, so vocal. Actually say I love one? this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so... I'm Me too. I love it so much. I love
2: it so much. I'm fiery about it. I didn't know I did, but (laughs) I'm like, I work one and a half jobs and I work a ton of hours. And I think there's this idea that like, how do you do it all? What is like Mm -hmm. rest Mm -hmm. for you? And I'm like, I I don't know. I love what I do. And these are things that God has called me to. And it doesn't look balanced to anybody else, but it's exactly what I'm supposed to do. And so what is it? Where does that go?
0: And I think... Same. I had to mute myself at one point because I was like, I'm just going to be like, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, me too. Same, 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 same. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's always questions like this that help me shake my head and kind of step back and be like, hold on one second. Because, okay, let's put off to the side this idea that some of us may be feeling overwhelmed because we've taken on things we shouldn't have taken on because there's too much on our plate. There's concerns that we shouldn't be carrying. There's things that God hasn't asked us to hold. That could be its own podcast episode itself. I think we have enough to talk about in this. Okay, let's say you're like Brenna. I would say you're like me. Kanisha, I think you probably feel this way too, where like I have pretty fine-tuned what I feel like I'm supposed to hold and what I feel like I'm not. I'm also much better at saying no than I used to be to the Mm -hmm. point where I say no to things that like most people would think would be excessive saying no. But let me give it to you straight. I'm still really overwhelmed. Sometimes I still walk out of a meeting or walk into my house or wake up or walk onto a stage or open my laptop and think like, oh my gosh, this is literally too much. This is too much for my heart to handle. This is too much for my brain to handle. This is too much for my soul to handle. I'm going to scream. I'm losing my mind. And so I just want to put on the table, what if it is? What if we are literally all often in our motherhood, in our mission, in our work, in our showing up, in our loving people, doing things that are so far above our eternal pay grade that we need supernatural strength and peace, we might even begin to expect to have moments where we come to the end of ourselves and be like, I can't, I cannot. Yes, which is the whole point, right? Which is the whole point. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I was thinking about this. When did we decide that feeling depleted is a bad thing? Like, Mm -hmm. That feeling poured out is a bad thing. Jesus poured himself out and did it over and over and over. And I think we're called to walk in the same manner. So not to say I live my entire life stressed out and overwhelmed and that I'm always in over my head. But I think there is some level of I should get to the end of the day and feel spent because I gave the things Mm -hmm. that I'm called to, what God has given me to give to them.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Are either of you watching The Chosen and have I already mentioned The Chosen on our
1: podcast? I've watched it a couple of times. Okay. I know. It's it, like I know. blasphemy that I've said that to you. No,
0: but. it's not. No, listen. I <laughs> find that I find that number one, people either love it or they don't. And people really, if you don't know what the chosen is, it's a fictionalized story about the life of Jesus and him calling the disciples. People either love it or they don't. And I will tell you that many people told me I had to watch it and they were like, you have to watch it, you have to watch it, you have to watch it. And that only made me really not want to watch it at all. But when I did finally watch it, I got hooked. My kids got hooked. It took us a minute. Like we had, it took us a few episodes to get really into it, but now we're hooked. And there's one episode, it's in season two. There's one episode that I'm about to reference, but there's multiple episodes where the humanity of Jesus did me in. There's one, episode two Mm -hmm. of season one, he takes a nap. And I was like, Well, I didn't know that I needed to see my Savior taking a nap, but I did. I needed to see that. And then there's an episode in season two where you don't see Jesus for the entire episode because He's healing people. And there's just like people after people after people coming to Him for healing. You don't see Him. The whole episode is actually about the disciples fighting, and they're they're fighting and frustrated with each other. And then at the end of the episode, at what is the very end of a very long day of Jesus continually healing people, you see him and he's walking to his tent and he's literally like covered in other people's blood. He can barely walk. He's exhausted. He's thirsty. He doesn't have the energy to stand. And he kind of like stumbles by, it's going to make me cry. I'll talk about it. He stumbles by the disciples who are all sitting around a fire and he holds out his hand. He's like, good night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. He doesn't say y'all, but I wish he did. I'll see you tomorrow. And he kind of stumbles into his tent. And before he does, he, he just prays to the Father and says like, please mm. grant me the sleep I need tonight. Something about that, right? I know I'm not Jesus. I know we're not Jesus. I know we're not meant to live every yes. day like that. But I know that I'm made in his image. And sometimes I'm stumbling in my tent, a little yeah. undone. Yeah. And I don't yes. know that I need an American idealized version of what work looks like yelling in my ear saying like, don't I don't give me that. know. I don't know if this is best for you, if it makes you this tired. So I asked the question, did
1: Jesus live a balanced life? I think he did. Are we asking? Are we, are you asking? Are I'm, you asking, asking <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking. non rhetorical. I, I think he did. I think he did. But I think his definition of balance is completely different than we could ever fathom. Right? Like, you know, when I think about this conversation, this idea of balance, I think about one of the words that came up for me was just control. And it kind of alludes to like what I was saying before is that I think a lot of times when we feel out of balance, it's because we're attempting to control something, i.e. our lives, that was never meant to be controlled by us. So when I think about Jesus and his life and balance, what balance looked like for him, he was truly submitted to the Father in his daily walk, right? So if we are truly submitted to the father in our daily walks, then perhaps we could explore what it looks like to have the same type of balance that Jesus had. Yeah. I think a lot of times we feel out of balance speaking for myself. I'll speak for myself. I have felt out of balance in the past and maybe yesterday when I realized that, wait, I think I feel this way. or I feel like I'm out of sorts or I feel like I have to, you know, I'm stressed or I feel overwhelmed in a negative way because I have taken the reins of something that I've never been meant to take the reins of. I'm controlling something or an area of my life that I am not meant to control. So I think that's a good question to ask too. Am I trying to control something that is actually now stressing me out because I'm not relenting or like submitting myself to the plan of the father for my life? Mm, I love that. Okay. So can we pause here and
0: maybe demystify that for people who might be like, that sounds beautiful. I need to read a book on that, but I don't have time because I don't live a balanced life. (laughs) What does it look like to submit to the Father daily? What does that look like? I mean, I can say for me, I told someone one time that I did this as as a quiet time practice, and they were like, that literally sounds so... Unspiritual, and I was like, I don't care. It's how I live. Oh. Pretty much when I finish my time with God every day, or sometimes when I start my time with God every day, I'll rewrite out my daily calendar and just yeah. write it out with Him and say, like, what do I need to know about this? What do you want to tell me about this? Where are you going to show up in this? Does any of this need to go? You know, that helps yeah. me as a daily practice to just literally hold Him, hand Him my daily agenda, and say, like, this is what I think I have. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you need to tell me? Is there anything you need to take off of this? That helps me. Are there any practices that help you kind of daily submit to him in that
1: way? Yeah, I think I asked myself that question, like what does balance look like for me? And I literally wrote down yielding daily. And so yielding daily for me looks like maybe it sounds, you know, woo-woo or whatever, but (laughs) it's a literal talking to him, yielding to his voice being obedient to the moments where, you know, like you were mentioning earlier, I say no to things often. And it's like, if the Holy Spirit says, don't do it, I actually have an opportunity to choose whether I'm going to do that or not. And God, God, because he's God, sees, right, the next year, six months, 30 days, what that no or that yes is going to turn into. So It's an opportunity to yield to his voice, to hear his voice, to commune with him throughout my day, not just in the morning or at night. Not saying that I mean, here's the thing. It's not like there's anything wrong with that, obviously. I do think it is is a daily yielding, a daily walking out with him so that I can know and hear and yield to his voice. Allowing, you know, like for me, control is a big thing. Perfectionism, I think, comes into this conversation as well, which Mm -hmm. is control. So I have to also allow the scales to tip. I said that in in my notes as well. Mm -hmm. So allowing things to sometimes also, similar to what Brenna was saying, like to allow them to feel out of control. Because Mm -hmm. for me, because of a lot of different situations in my life over time, I like to have control of things. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of times I feel challenged to allow things to feel out of control so that I can be reminded that I'm not in control. That God is. So I don't know if that's practical, really, really practical. Like, you know, as far as, you know, writing, all those things are definitely helpful for me as well. Um, Journaling is huge and like being honest with God in my writing. I obviously love to write. So journaling isn't like a daily practice for me. I wish I could make more time for it. But when I do, it's the honest talks with Him to say, like, hey, I actually feel this way. I need your help with this, and I guess that's like prayer journaling or or whatever. Not just you know the, the breath prayers or the verbal prayers, but the writing the prayers out is super helpful for me to submit a lot of that stuff. So yeah, those are some of the things that help me. So good. Okay, I perceive we have more to talk about this. I think so much. We
0: just opened the can, but I pray that this conversation alone has been refreshing for women who might need to hear this. But. Here's my last question that I'd love for us to talk about. I think part of what feels helpful to me, it it seems like it would be really helpful if we could kind of divest this sense of balance. And and when I say balance, I mean worldly balance, the kind that we're saying we don't want. I feel like if we could divest ourselves of it and say like, I don't have that, just FYI. And so I'm curious if there's any charge we could leave... They go and tell gals listeners with, of like, maybe you can't get balance today. Maybe you can't yeah. feel balance today, but you could do this one thing that might serve another woman to help her see that that we're not actually after that anymore, that worldly balance. We're after this kingdom sense of balance. I've been thinking about this a lot because you and I, Kanisha, grew up in the time of the internet when it was actually really beautiful to kind of show your messier side. <laughs> but to some degree, I think that ends up being like, Weakness porn a little bit mm-hmm. where we like show off our weakness just to kind of like I yes gratify other people. Yeah, and, and make ourselves seem more accessible. And so I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that anymore if it doesn't actually serve people, but I am interested yeah. in telling women, and maybe for me, my first step is just recording this podcast by saying, like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I actually feel like my life is too much for me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to give a practical step step tip myself right here. Maybe it's as simple as confessing with the women you do life with. By the way, I need God to show up in X, Y,
1: and Z. Yes. I can't. I was just going to say, I think the vulnerability and the honesty is if I were to give a practical tip, it would be just that. Let's be more vulnerable and honest about our everyday lives and about not saying, you know, everything isn't for everybody. We get that. But about listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, and if you feel prompted by God to share certain things that maybe are a little uncomfortable for you, because again, I don't think being uncomfortable in something doesn't mean that it's meant to shut down. I think sometimes that can propel us into a space of vulnerability that actually is going to lead to more freedom and healing for other people. So so yeah, I think that that would be the one thing is I think we can all do, myself included, can do a better job if, you know, regardless of how we are performing quote unquote mm-hmm. online of being more vulnerable in our relationships and in our public spaces. I love that. So good. That's it. That's it. That's I said it. we talk about this again. <laughs> this feels important. Yeah. I actually think we could do a whole talk on just the whole idea of kingdom culture versus the world's culture, if you will, as far as balance is concerned, like just yeah. comparisons on those things and the differences and why maybe one is better than the other and why maybe there's some strengths of the in the worldly side and maybe some things that we have abused on the kingdom side that maybe we need to kind of recalibrate and gain balance in our thinking on. You heard it
0: here f- first folks. This is a part <laughs> 1 of 3. We'll see you, we'll see you back next episode. We can't wait to talk more.
1: Oh my gosh, love you guys. Love you.
0: Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful that you were able to listen in. If you love this episode, would you do us a favor and leave a review so other friends can find this episode? We pray it encouraged you and left you feeling equipped to run on mission right where you're at. We're super grateful for you and we will see you next week.